So Danny Presti and his partner were a little upset uh, that their bar had to close in New York City. Well, Bill de Blasio said this. But let's be clear. The most important thing is what this guy did. And it was absolutely unacceptable. I'm sure this is a guy who would say he's all in favor of law and order. Uh, And, you know, he's making a big deal about what's happened with his bar. Well, guess what? Law and order means when the state of New York says your bar needs to be closed, your bar needs to be closed to protect people's health and safety. No excuses. And when you violate the law, there will be consequences. And then if you take an action against a law enforcement officer, there will be even more consequences. Really? So this guy is a hypocrite, Uh and he's about to pay the price for his hypocrisy. Wow, it's good to hear that Bill de Blasio uh, will stand up for the police officers that are injured by somebody who is fighting against them. Or not, speaking of hypocrites. We have have, uh, Presley's dad, or dad, attorney on with us. I'm sorry, I'm so scattered today. Uh, We have his attorney on with us, uh, coming up in... uh, in just a few minutes. Also, James Altucher will comment on this Bitcoin and the state of New York in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck program. It's hard to up one, you know, with perfection. I try every day, but turns out I just can't do it. Just can't do it in the Hall of Fame. Sure. Yeah. But can I improve on this performance? I don't think so, Stu. Just don't think so. Yeah, me neither. Uh <laughs> I have no faith in you. <laughs> Introducing the XHMT from X Chair. They have they have one up themselves in perfection. The HMT stands for heat and massage therapy, and it attaches right to the X Chair to provide heat and massage technology right at your body's core. It helps increase the blood flow, muscle recovery, and maybe most importantly, it helps boost your energy. Right now, I feel like I should sound like this because this is what's happening. Uh, on my back right now it is great only from x chair x chair on sale now for a hundred dollars off go to xchairbeck.com that's the letter x the word chair beck.com last year uh it was around this time my wife came in to the office and she sat in my x chair and she's like why don't i have one of these at home i took that as a hint I better get one for Christmas. And so I got her one, and she loves it as much as I do. X-Chair, 30-day money-back guarantee, complete comfort, and you can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchairbeck.com and use the promo code XWheels, and you'll get free X-Wheel blade casters. That's xchairbeck.com, promo code XWheels. James Altucher is an entrepreneur, pretty good at that. Angel investor, pretty good at that. A chess master, yeah, he's kind of iffy, and <laughs> and a great writer. Hello, James. How are you, Glenn? So good to be here. I'm, I'm doing really good. How are you doing? That's great. It's always good to have you on. How are you? How are you doing with the demise of New York? I know you are a a lifelong New Yorker who reluctantly said, "I think it's over." Then Jerry Seinfeld, for some reason, attacks you for it, uh, and it looks yeah. like you're right. Yeah, you know, you know, and the thing is, Jerry and I are are technically on the same side of this, which is that no one wants New York to die. Correct. Correct. I presented some facts that I was seeing that were undeniable, and everybody wanted to shoot the messenger. But then I I called people ranging from mayoral candidates to 
congressmen to even the Federal Reserve looking for solutions. Everybody seems to be in denial. I wrote that article three months ago. New York City is in worse shape now. And and there's articles. You just quoted de Blasio. I think he needs a course on law and order. You Mm. can't close down businesses without due process. 90% of restaurants in New York City are going to go out of business. Cuomo's going to ban indoor dining next week in New York City. So businesses are collapsing. Employees are going unemployed. City workers are getting fired. Trash collectors, EMT workers, teachers, police, healthcare. How are you going to do, James? How are you? I mean, I love New York City. I think it's one of the greatest. It doesn't like me, but I think it's one of the greatest (laughs) cities uh, in the world. And I don't see it ever coming back to the way it used to be. I can't even figure out how it doesn't become escape from New York soon. You know, Glenn, I agree. And again, I talked to a lot of smart people about it who should be on tap with solutions. It's very difficult. Money is leaving New York. And people say, good riddance, the rich are leaving. But it's not the rich <laughs> are leaving. It's it's 80,000 small restaurants. It's mom and pop landowners. It's the people who are... 10 months behind on their rent who are mm-hmm. never going to pay. You know, there's two billion, one in four New Yorkers have not paid rent since, since March. They're not going to suddenly pay on January wow. 1st. They're just going to leave. Half a million people have already left New York. It's the largest flight out of New York City ever. So when people say you can't say this time is different, this time is very, very different. The economy has been shut down. People have left. You know, I, I saw that I saw that number uh, about how many people left. They say it is uh, bigger than the exodus right after 9-11. But 9-11, you still had things going for you. You just needed courage. Uh, and you also had Rudy Giuliani, who was good for business. He was he was doing the opposite. Stay here. Stay here. Continue to build where now it's just the complete opposite. Shut it down. Shut it down. Stop doing everything. I mean, I was in the World Trade Center on 9-11. I lived three blocks away. It was rough. And, you know, but the entire world rallied behind New York City, helped New York City rebuild. There was love for New York. New Yorkers loved New York, wanted to rebuild. The same thing is not happening now. There is, you know, there is so much, there is so much kind of fighting. There's, there's, the violence is up 150% year over year. Murders are up. Mm. Uh, and again, it's not just like a few businesses downtown are closed for a little while. It's it's probably going to be about 100,000 businesses closed in New York. Just the other day, there was news, 70 financial firms, including Goldman Sachs Asset Management Business, yep. have moved from New York to, Florida. to Palm Beach, Florida. Yep. So there's so, an exodus. And how do you pay for New York's probably, in my back of the envelope math, New York is probably about $100 billion in the hole. How are you going to pay for that with no taxes collected? Because everybody who pays taxes is leaving. And the people that are the worst off, the people like this bar owner that's just trying to keep their restaurant and their bar open, they, they can't move to West Palm. They're not moving. They, they're stuck there. I know. And that's that's the sad thing. You, it's, it's in the Constitution. People need due process before property is taken away. This guy's business, this livelihood was taken away and it's not just him it's every restaurant owner all around i'm standing in new york city right now all around me restaurants that have been staples for decades are out of business the people who work there out of business moved out 
the people, the employees move back to wherever they're from. This is not just something that affects, quote unquote, the rich, nor is this. A lot of people are saying, oh, well, this will go to a back to the 70s, which was this artistic utopia mm-hmm. where the rents were low. No, I was there in the 70s. It was disgusting. And it's not it, it's actually even going to be worse than the 70s, because at least in the 70s, businesses were open. Let me uh, let me switch gears slightly. Um, you're right about the Constitution, and you're also right about there has to be compensation. If the government takes away something of yours uh, or destroys it, they have to have fair compensation for that. I, I've been saying from the very beginning when they said we're going to close down businesses for more than two weeks, I've said th- this is a huge uh, lawsuit just waiting to happen on behalf of all of the people who have lost business because I they agree. weren't allowed to open it up. But that brings me to, well, we'll just print more money. I mean, the value of the dollar is, you know, did you know that the Federal Reserve has printed more money? In fact, they've printed three quarters of all of the money they have printed in 107 years. They've printed three quarters of that amount recently. Yes. And, you know, I even look, I even called people at the Federal Reserve to talk about New York City just for my own benefit. So I could see that someone's thinking of solutions. All of their thinking is, hey, you know, the demand for the dollar is strong, which gives us an opportunity to print. But it means that our children are going to be paying back money to the children of the wealthy Chinese people who are lending us the money. And now the Federal Reserve is lending it. They, we're not even borrowing it from the China. Nobody will buy our our uh, our debt anymore. It's now 100 percent financed by the uh, uh, Federal Reserve. I mean, did you know more since March? Money supply, more than more than eleven trillion dollars has been added to the money supply. That's not a trivial amount. And now, and now they're talking about, oh, let's just give fifty thousand dollars to everybody who took on student loans. What are they talking about? You're only benefiting the top one third of society when you do that. So it's not a progressive action at all. And what about these guys like the Staten Island bar owner who's worked for forty years? building up his bar, helping his community, serving his city, mm-hmm. and, and now being told that he's, he's not yeah, obeying law and order when he just wants to feed his family. It's, it's, it's sad and it's disgusting. So let me ask you, because there's, there's not been any talk on, or very little talk on this, especially compared to last time. Bitcoin is almost, I mean, it has broken its all-time high, I believe, or it was within a couple of hundred dollars of breaking the all-time high. But that only lasted a few days. Bitcoin is now up around eighteen to twenty thousand dollars, and has been for a few a few weeks, maybe a couple of weeks now. And there's no hype on it. it. Is what's happening with that? Is that a reaction to people with money saying, "I'm getting out of the dollar and I'm putting it into something that might be stable"? Yeah, I think it's several things. I think one is. Even since since March, everybody uh, breathed a huge sigh of relief that Bitcoin existed, because what other currency would you trust? The dollar is the most trusted currency in the world. Mm -hmm. And like I just said, they're printing, you know, maybe another 10 trillion dollars for all we know, like the Bitcoin, the supply cannot change. You can't print Bitcoin. The supply is permanently fixed at 21 million Bitcoins. So 
and it's not reliant on the financial system. Every dollar transaction goes through banks and central banks and Federal Reserve banks. It's all tied to a system that could collapse. Bitcoin is outside the system, which is why companies like MicroStrategy is putting all of its cash reserves into Bitcoin. That didn't happen in 2018, the last time Bitcoin reached a high. Mm -hmm. The last time Bitcoin reached a high, it was speculators, people wanting to day trade Bitcoin. Now it's people who are parking hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars in Bitcoin for safety because they don't trust the dollar. And you can't find any more Bitcoin. So if supply is fixed, but demand is going up, then what does that mean? Price goes up. There's $150 trillion of fiat currency around the world, but only $300 billion worth of Bitcoin. So if you think there's a reasonable chance that some percentage of currency will switch over to Bitcoin, which seems kind of obvious now, then Bitcoin is a very safe place to put money. Not go crazy with it, but put some money there for safety. So, James, what does it look like because uh, I think it was Goldman Sachs, it may have been Citibank, that came out and said they're expecting a 30% drop in the value of the U.S. dollar in the next year to 18 months. If they're printing $11 trillion, it's going to be more than that. Um, what does that mean? Can you help explain to the average person what that means to them? I don't mean people with lots of money. I mean people who are living on the edge. The average sure. person. I mean, look at what look at what happened in January and February of this year. Before the lockdowns, China locked down, and guess what happened? We suddenly realized that all manufacturing, a hundred percent of manufacturing, happened within two hundred miles of Wu, the Wuhan province. Mm-hmm. Surprise! We didn't know that. Like people were saying, well, didn't we do something in India or Vietnam? No, it was all. Everything from your the drugs that you take to the dresses and clothes you wear to uh, the, your iPhone to all electronics, it was all coming from China and all the factories shut down. So suddenly we couldn't even get toilet paper. We couldn't get anything. And so what's going to happen is when all your goods are made overseas, but we're paying in dollars where the value of the dollar is going down, everything's going to get more expensive. So a $1,000 iPhone might be $2,000. Uh, uh, a drug that costs $100 might cost $300. Jeez. All of these prices start to go up. But there's a little bit of a battle happening short term, which is that right now the, the Federal Reserve wants inflation. They're fighting deflation because everyone's been sitting at home, not buying anything, not traveling, not doing anything. Businesses are going out of business. There's a danger also the dollar could go, uh, the dollar could deflate in the short term, but then inflate in the long term. So basically, everybody goes broke, and then everything gets more expensive. So that's the scary part. And so the Federal Reserve actually wants to print more money because they want to inflate as fast as possible. The benefit to them of inflating is that they borrow now, they they weaken the dollar, so we're paying money back in weaker dollars. It's easier to pay back the debt. That's no good, though, for people at home. You can't get dividends. All your products are going to be more expensive. So the people at home are in trouble. The government gets away with it, and a new generation has to pay back the the children of all the people in the rest of the world. 
James Altura, uh, if you could hold on just a second, I want to talk to you about entrepreneurship in America because sure. it's being stomped to death right now. And what entrepreneurs should be looking at and forward to James Altucher. He's uh, he's got the James Altucher show, uh, which has Tony Robbins and Peter Thiel and Coolio. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not me. I, I mean, a lot of people know me as Coolio, but no, not me. Uh, it is on a podcast wherever you get your uh, podcast. They have over 30 million downloads now. It's a show well worth listening to. In just a second, we'll be back with James. If uh, 2020 if it feels like it's been a long time coming for the end of the year, make it worth the wait. Send the perfect gift, send yourself something special, and bring families together for a delicious Omaha Steak holiday feast. Right now, you can get the Deluxe Grillers assortment plus four free burgers and free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the promo code back into the search bar. You're going to get great steaks and chicken and, and hot dogs. Plus, you'll get extra burgers and an extra gift that's on the list for any serious griller. It's Omaha Steaks. It's not just steaks. It's guarantee, fantastic gift, and a safe way to share the joy of the season. Omaha Steaks delivers guaranteed quality and safety with every order. In fact, every order is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice. It's omahasteaks.com. Go there today. Use the promo code BECK in the search bar to to shop the gourmet grill packs today. It's omahasteaks.com. Use the promo code BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. So, you know, we have... 5% 5% of New York office space being used right now. Is that a true number? 5%? Yeah, and it's going to be less uh, oh next gosh. week as more lockdowns go in place. But, I mean, that's just it, is that right now everybody's going remote. Bandwidth. People say, oh, the, you know, just like the financial crisis, New York will bounce back. No, it's different because in 2008, 2009, bandwidth was one-tenth the speed of bandwidth right. now. Now you can actually work remote and be more productive, and that's what companies are realizing. And they could be, they could save on costs. They just stop leasing office space. So I tell you, James, I, I've talked about this. Stu is pointing this out this morning. I talked about this um, because of a digital revolution that was coming. I've been talking about it for five or six years and describing what was what it would look like uh, if the transition was sudden and describing New York City. We knew it was going to happen. What it's also taken out, though, is uh, the entrepreneurial uh, spirit in some ways. It's just being crushed. How do you talk? What, what do you say that entrepreneurs should be looking at in the future? Where does it go from here? Well, you know, it's an important question because there's 128 million workers in the U.S., but 55 million of them filed for unemployment insurance at some point in the past eight months. That's a sad statistic. It shows there's no loyalty in corporations. So entrepreneurship has to be on the mind of many people, particularly young people. Start looking towards who benefits from everybody working remote or everybody moving from the first tier cities to the second tier cities. So obviously online learning is going to benefit social media management for companies, helping companies pivot from offline 
to online, uh, working on online newsletters, online courses, you know, all anything relating to remote, relating to uh, uh, media being created remotely, all of these things are gonna are going to boom. You know, app development, uh, uh, again, so you know, helping companies with their social media management. This is a great time for young people who have been using social media since birth to now step up their skills, start off the way I did, creating an online agency and and building a business to the many people of the older generation who need the help moving remote. This is a perfect time for to be young and, and be an entrepreneur. James, it is always good to talk to you. Thank you so much for uh, dropping by today. James Altura. Yeah, thank you, Glenn. You bet. Entrepreneur and podcast host and writer of several really great books. Yeah, well, when they're handing out Father of the Year awards this holiday season, uh, it's probably going to be because I uh, teach my boy the manly art of grilling. You know what I mean? I get out there with the meat and the spatula and the boy, and I use the spatula to point at the grill as I teach him. I'm like, you see, son, this grill part here with all the little metal thingy lines on it, that's where you put the food. Then you turn it on. Then you go inside and... uh, you just check the app once in a while on your phone because it'll tell you when the food is done. Yep. That's what it takes to be a man nowadays, boy. Father of the year is coming uh, because of Rectech. You can, uh, you can take Rectech and you're really not doing any of the work. This year, enjoy the art of grilling year-round with a Rectech. It's sturdy, it's sleek, it's smart grill technology, and no weather is going to keep you from grilling. Follow Rectech on social media. Sign up for their newsletter. I want you to A-B compare these things. This is the best one out there, bar none. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Check them out, Rectech.com. We have all your Nancy Pelosi Christmas items available. The one where she's getting her hair done. You've got the Nancy Pelosi Sucks t-shirts, all at shop.blazemedia.com. So I don't know if you've been following uh, Max Public House in Grant City, Staten Island, uh, but uh, two guys own this bar and they have been shut down. They've tried to do everything they can. They're going to lose their bar if they have to shut down again. So they decide they decided that they weren't going to shut down. We're not closing it. Well, then the liquor license was revoked. And so they said, you know what? We're declaring ourselves an autonomous free zone. It worked in Seattle. Why not here? And we're not going to charge for alcohol or food. Well, it it was against the law to serve alcohol if you don't have a license, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I think it was last night or the night before last, uh, uh, the cops were waiting uh, for the owners. And Danny Presti walks out. He's one of the owners. He walks out. Cops are there. Uh, he runs from the cops, gets into his car. One of the cops you know, like Beretta jumps on the hood of his car uh, and uh, goes for a couple of blocks before they stop him and they do arrest him. He's out on bail or he's out of jail without bail. 
Uh, and he's with his uh, an attorney here, and we're going to talk to him in just a second. First, I want to play what de Blasio said about Danny. Here it is. But let's be clear. The most important thing is what this guy did, and it was absolutely unacceptable. I'm sure this is a guy who would say he's all in favor of law and order. Uh, and, you know, he's making a big deal about what's happened with his bar. Well, guess what? Law and order means when the state of New York says your bar needs to be closed, your bar needs to be closed to protect people's health and safety. No excuses. And when you violate the law, there will be consequences. And then if you take an action against a law enforcement officer, there will be even more consequences. So this guy is a hypocrite, and he's about to pay the price for his hypocrisy. Uh, boy, talk about a hypocrite. Uh, Bill de Blasio now standing up for the cops and against an autonomous free zone, which is weird. And let's take him at his word. Let's remember what this is all about. Somebody's business, which involves a hamburger and beer. Let's go now to Danny Priesty, uh, or is it Presty? Uh, the co-owner of Max Public House and uh, Louis Gelormino. Uh, Hello, Louis. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having us, Glenn. Always love your show. Thank you. Uh, I, the first thing I want to address is that they were not cops. They were not NYPD police officers. They were sheriff deputies. And it's in New York City, uh, as it's probably different than down where you guys are throughout the country. In New York City, uh, sheriff's deputies play a different role than NYPD. They're civil enforcement officers. I, my partner and I have been criminal defense attorneys for over 40 years. Um, we have never dealt with the sheriff's department in a criminal matter. So we want to make it perfectly clear the NYPD, Northern New York State Troopers, wanted anything to do with this. That's why they sent Chef, uh, de Blasio's personal political hit force to handle this. Well, I tell you, in uh, Texas, sheriffs are the good guys, not not the bad guys. Um so tell me, uh, tell me what is is happening, because I think there's a lot of people that feel, Danny, exactly like you did, where you guys are trying to keep your business open and you keep being told no, no, no. And you don't have a choice other than to go to the poorhouse. Am I right? Yeah, it's uh, that's why this this whole thing started in the beginning was because we were left without any options. And it was to bring attention to what's going on to the businesses and how dire it is. And in the beginning, we just tried to bring attention to say, hey, let's try to bring as much noise as we can to try to get uh, the mayor and the governor. And, uh, you know, not just here, but in, across the country to understand that. Small businesses need assistance. Uh, all these big, big chain places are still thriving, and you're killing the small mom and pop places. And we either need assistance if uh, we have to shut down, or you have to help us open in a safe manner. But just the shutdowns and ignoring us and pushing us to the side and killing our livelihoods just wasn't acceptable to this, us. Anymore. This is what's happening in uh, California as well, and people are starting to go rogue because they've got nothing left. You have nothing left and nobody is offering any any help. Did you expect this to get to this point? Did you expect to be seeing the inside of a jail? And uh, I didn't know what to expect when we did it. Again, we just knew that something had to happen. So when Keith and I sat down, um, we decided uh, to do something about it. Um, did I think that uh, getting arrested two times in one week was going to happen at some point? No. 
So, Lou, what is the what's the what's the plan from here? How are you going to fight this, and what what do you think it means? Well, we obviously on a, a legal level, we have two issues. We have the criminal case uh, where we're representing Danny, but we also have the civil cases uh, where the sheriffs gave over fifty thousand dollars in fines to Max Public House. I can assure you, we'll take care of Danny's uh, criminal cases. But as far as the civil cases go, that we're going to have to battle those. Um, this is certainly something that was unexpected. But I want to assure your viewers. What happened in California is interesting. They had a judge rule that they have to show their signs before they shut businesses down now. We started with lawsuits, Glenn. We brought, my partners and I brought four different lawsuits to open the restaurants. And we've been shut down by judges in New York City at, on each time because obviously they're appointed by de Blasio and Cuomo. Uh, we would love to have a ruling like happened that happened in California. Uh, unfortunately, it seems like going the legal route hasn't been working either. We will continue to do that in the appeal process. But sadly, the small business owners on Staten Island through the rest of the country can't open and still can't open and they still can't put food on their table. So it's a sad situation. And I, and I applaud Danny and his partner, Keith, for, for leading the charge and staying open. Unfortunately, it's ended up in this ridiculous, these ridiculous criminal charges. So I know you guys are doing a GoFundMe. It's Max, fight, uh, Max Fights for Small Businesses. You are uh, trying to raise 500000 You're currently at about hundred grand. Um, and you say that anything that you're not using, you're going to, you're going to apply that to fight for other small businesses. Is there, is there some sort of an association or is there any group of small businesses that are starting to band together and say, we've got to fight this as one because we're all too small? Well, we started the, the, the small business on Staten Island started a, a business association a while ago. Um, those that's who we brought the lawsuits uh, on behalf of. Uh, we will continue to bring those lawsuits on their behalf. Um, and I believe there are a lot of people throughout the country starting to small form, form these coalitions so they can have a strong voice into in, in these ridiculous uh, orders by the uh, governors and mayors of these liberal cities. You know, Glenn. It's sad. It, the virus doesn't know the difference between a red state and a blue state, but it seems that the blue states can't stay open. Their small businesses are shut down, yet the red states are, are able to stay open and, and keep their businesses open. It's absolutely ridiculous. And it's sad that even the COVID virus has become a political animal. So I have to ask you this, because I am I'm strong with law enforcement that stands with the Constitution. Uh, and usually that is the sheriffs, et cetera, et cetera. And I I preach against, you know, the people like, uh, you know, all the people that de Blasio has supported and all people like him that go out in the streets and they commit all kinds of crimes. The Black Lives Matter has been responsible now for six thousand injuries with uh, police. So I have to I just have to ask about the sheriff that was on the roof or on the hood of your car. Um, he did break his collarbone or he broke one bone. Uh, not true. 
Not absolutely not true. We have 100% confirmation that was the sheriff's department trying to change the narrative so the support would leave Danny. Where I have 100% confirmation that that same sheriff's deputy that they claim was injured was in the sheriff's office for over four hours processing the arrest. He did not go to the hospital till after five hours after the incident claiming, claiming some injuries. He did not break his legs. He did not break his collarbone. He broke absolutely nothing. We have 100% confirmation on that. Unbelievable. Um, all right. Thank you, guys. Best, of, again, best of luck to you. Yeah, go ahead, I, Lou. If I may say something, and I, and I speak on behalf of Danny on this and all the people involved with Max's Public House and my partners, we completely stand with law enforcement, the NYPD, the state troopers. I have many friends and family. My two best friends that I'm around every single day are NYPD detectives. Uh, we love those guys. They've been nothing great and supportive from the beginning. The sheriff's deputies play a lot different role in New York City mm. than they do in in, um, in Texas and the rest of the country. And and even through all this, we still want wouldn't want to be disrespectful for them, even though they've acted like thugs for uh, the Mayor de Blasio. We still haven't been disrespectful to them. We've been cooperative and, and, and respectful the whole entire time. Danny had no idea. If you look at the video, Danny had no idea they were sheriff's deputies. They were dressed in complete black outfits. Right. They came up from behind them and yelled Presti and started chasing them from 50 yards away. And, and, and any reasonable person would act in the way that Danny reacted. Hmm. Thank you so much. Um, we'll keep track of your uh, your fight and your plight. Uh, we wish you the best. If you would like to donate and help out, th- this is becoming more and more of a problem. Uh, and we as small businesses, and I say that as an owner of a small business, a couple of small businesses, we have to stand together uh, and help each other out. You can go to GoFundMe. It's Max Fights. For small businesses, Uh, you'll find that at GoFundMe. Thank you very much, guys. There's new research from the threat intelligence firms that uh, show that cyber criminal groups are increasingly using ransomware, changing their techniques and their procedures to widen the scope of their cyber attacks and, of course, expanding the you know, pool of people that fall victim to this kind of thing all the time. Cyber criminals. They uh, unfortunately don't take. I don't think they take much time off. Uh, they are working hard uh, to make sure that they stay on top of their game. And their game is you. Fortunately, LifeLock is there. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, things like your social security number for sale on the dark web. And if LifeLock detects your information is being used in the network, they'll send you an alert. And if you become a victim, they'll help you restore your identity. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock can help you feel warm and protected this holiday season, and you can save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25%. You can go to their website, lifelock.com, or call them at 1-800-LIFELOCK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK, promo code BECK, lifelock.com. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. 
You've heard of the Green New Deal, but there's a digital new deal being made to decide what you think, say, and share with your friends. Those of us in journalism have to come to terms with the fact that free speech, a principle that we hold sacred, is being weaponized against the principles of journalism. Flynn reveals the terrifying new levels of censorship happening right now. Watch how digital dictators plan to kill free speech tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, blazetv.com slash Glenn. You're listening to Glenn Beck. California has just stopped all child care, all tutoring, in uh, all classes. Um, wow. That doesn't hurt the people at all, does it? No, I mean, not at all. There's not extensive research showing that when you take away, for example, kids' educations, that it really hurts. Uh, There's a famous chapter in, uh, I believe it's Tipping Points, Malcolm Mm -hmm. Gladwell, where he talks about how the, the main difference between rich kids and poor kids, and when it comes to education over long periods of time, is that generally speaking, uh, rich kids' parents during the summer engage with them often and challenge them to do not just, you know, sitting around watching TV, right? Where poor kids' children more are more likely, I mean, again, this is generalities, but more likely to think that it's, uh, it's the school's job for them to learn. When they're home, they can do what they mm-hmm. want to do, right? Like, and not engage them mentally over summer break. So during the school year, the kids perform pretty much identically but during the summer break the the rich kids get a little bit ahead and the poor kids get a little bit behind and that happens every year throughout their entire schooling that's the tipping point. and that's the difference between the two uh, groups that that is uh you, you start doing this this is much more extreme and when I mean, you go to just zoom learning and i mean well these kids are falling way behind just think of this what happens to those kids that are in child care both parents work they can't take care of their kids. There's no child care now. What happens to those families? What happens to their monthly rent? How, how, how is somebody going to stay at home? And this is one of those issues, too, that where where the science was relatively clear at the beginning, including from the scientists, by the way, that's that said you should keep schools open. Uh, that I can, but you know, when a new pandemic is coming down, we didn't know anything. You could kind of understand, be yep. like, we can't risk the kids Correct. at the very beginning. Yeah, uh, over time, it became clear. Um, a thousand times less likely. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not even close. I mean, no. the, the kids are really not in danger from this, so it became clear that that was not a good uh, thing to do. The science changed. Most places have recognized that. Places with very powerful teachers unions continued mm. to fight it, though, and they said, mm. "Well, we don't want our teachers in there." And they, and they brought up all these other arguments. So places like New York City set ridiculous standards for keeping schools open. Even that has started to turn over. Where De Blasio recently had to change those standards to reopen the schools, particularly for young kids, because of what a terrible decision it was initially to keep pull them out. It's anyway. killing our kids it, it, and it's killing so, our kids. So take that and, and separate kids from real education, uh, then friends from friends from, and then you're putting them on maybe Zoom learning for part time while their parents are trying to. Get, I mean, it's impossible. Uh, it is a it's a really problem leaving them at home alone some of these kids this is going to be an absolute disaster the cure is worse than the disease by far more on this coming up on tomorrow's broadcast